0: Hey everybody we are no longer living life in paradise it is not a fairy tale my name is Daria and I'm, Tanisha. And I'm just gonna do a quick recap of what we do just in case we have some new listeners which I hope we do mm-hmm. so it is it's not a fairy tale it's pretty much a podcast about the real life of marriage and relationships like all the things that your mom some people's moms may have but all the things your moms and grandmothers dads probably never told you and you're just kind of like oh this is how it really goes down right so what we try to do is to give tips and we definitely are not experts we get these tips you know from different websites revolving around marriage and relationships In real and real life situations And friends, yes. Um, So we try to give you some tidbits, some little nuggets, because the little things are what help to preserve your marriage and relationship. So we want to provide that so you can start putting it into your relationship. And if you're already doing it, please email us or comment on the post on Instagram and Facebook. That way we can share it. And, you know, what may work for you may work for somebody else. Because at the end of the day, we are all just taking marriage one day at a time like AA moment by moment moment by moment yes and so it also helps you not to feel like you're isolated in this thing and that you know this is normal these are normal woes that people go through Mm -hmm. and so you don't feel like what is wrong with him or what's wrong with her you know it's completely normal yes and I did when one of my friends got married I was very very upfront because she was and not to say that you shouldn't be excited that you get married but she was like one of those oh I got a man I'm getting married and I was like hold up as soon as you say I do he is not gonna have a brain anymore you're gonna be his brain and she kind of looked at me like ah oh, I was like okay you just wait they have a brain they just use it it, it goes on autopilot once we step in, right? I think it's. I think for our personalities, it's easier for us to be the brain of the relationship because we are very driven and very focused about how we want things. I don't right. want to be the brain.
1: I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm the brain. I think my
0: husband has, he has good strategies and skills that I don't have, mm-hmm. and so I depend on those a lot. Mm-hmm. However, it just seems like I'm the real proactive one about looking at something, getting it done, and he's just like, ah, oh, whatever. He's very laid back. Laid back, chill, like, don't sweat the small stuff. Yes. That kind of thing. And I'm like, well, this is what I want to do. This is how we should do And he's just like, he kind of falls within that. and so mm-hmm. You, you know, know, I can, I can appreciate, appreciate that, that, but when it's, it's something where we have to like get together, together, and together and strategize in a different way than I'm not used to, then I completely depend on him and his advice. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it, the roles change. It does. depending know what it is. It does. I agree. I agree. Like as you remodeling, I'm pretty sure you're going to pick out stuff, but then your husband's probably going to have more of a strategy about how to contact the contractor yeah like i'm the yeah. i pick out the decor and he finds the person to do right. it so yeah so you know, he has they still have
1: it they do they just but yeah so you know you just walk this thing out and we're just
0: trying to help couples Yeah,
1: and anyone in a relationship so.
0: exactly or those also looking to get married like we can definitely share some some insight on what it's really like because a lot of people think it's all fun and games, and it's really not. <laughs> it's, it's not a fairy tale. It's not a fairy tale. That's so, Disney, sold us. Disney didn't sell me that. <laughs> Barbie did too. No, I didn't really play with I Barbies saw, like that. It was come, and I was gonna have a Corvette and a pool house and everything. Oh gosh, it didn't work like that, but okay. Okay, so how has your week been going so far? Well, my week's been very good. I'm still trying to recover from our long commute back, flight back from Phuket. So we're just, oh, girl, trying to get back on a different schedule. Feeling like crud. People coughing on the plane, like, ugh. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Yes, back. I will say I felt pretty good coming back, but now. Finally, we have spring, and then all this cold air is being blown on me from the fan and and the air conditioning, and my sinuses are like, ah, this is too much, cause you know the air really wasn't that like cold air, there. Yeah, yeah, we had air in our room, but we yeah, turned on what temperature made us feel exactly. So we weren't worried about like we didn't have a fan. No, we didn't. Yeah. Yes. 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 So we're gonna go ahead and get into the article, and this week we um, are gonna go a little bit off course. Typically, we talk about Rache Reality. And our show is Housewives of Potomac. But this week, we are going to do a two episode recap of Blackish because they have veered off of their normal, happy life is great. We're going to solve this problem in 30 minutes to like the real ebb and flow of marriage. So we're going to recap that and we're going to tie this article into that. And the article is off of blog.cron.com. I'll put it in the show notes. And the title of the article is The Bad Years, Expect Them in a Healthy Marriage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is very realistic because it is, it is not all lingerie and Marvin Gaye, no. like Tay Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
1: It's very true. Like, I wasn't,
0: pre- like, going into marriage, I was not
1: prepared for this.
0: Even though I've seen my parents go through, like, relation, you know, marriage problems, but, you know, nothing real significant. My, my parents pretty much have a thing where they don't go to bed angry at each other. So they pretty much try to make up. My mom may just be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. My dad probably does too. But you know, those are, you don't see that
1: mm-hmm. aspect of it.
0: Because you're in your room and they're dealing with their own stuff. So just to know that there are moments when you're in a loveless marriage, but you're still in a marriage. So it should be titled a marriage that's loveless. Because ah! the marriage should come first. I mean, at the end of the day, you are choosing to love over and over again. Because, I mean, the feeling of love really is is temporary. Yeah. Like, you have to choose to put in the work and love this person each and every day. So, the article starts off um, just stating, I'm not advocating for loveless marriages, but it's also the case that marriage doesn't make us happy every day. No marriage does. But your marriage serves as so much more than just a vehicle for immediate individual adult needs. It makes one world for your child and children. And children will tell you that means everything to them. And this is from Elizabeth Marquot Between Two Worlds. I'm taking it that's a book that she's written. So, you know, it is ultimately it is not up to your spouse to fulfill you right like a a huge part of that is you fulfilling yourself Mm -hmm. and then you know your you and your partner add to that because two empty people can there's no way that two empty people can fill each other because you don't have anything to give Mm-hmm. That that is so true all right so the first tip on our list is um They advise that marriage retreats are very important during this time, this time of loveless funkiness. Yeah, that's what the funk. We're going to call it the funk. That's That's what it is. is. That's what it is. The love funk. The love funk. So go to them with your partner, or they even suggest that you go alone. They help you look at your reactions. Your reactions can make or break a destructive cycle. So, I mean, mean, it it does put put you kind of like, hey, I'm on a kind of on the outside looking in. And I don't know. I don't know if you should go by yourself because some people can't see themselves. So if you can't, but in an environment environment like this, like if you go on a marriage retreat, right? And Mm -hmm. your issue is communication and you think you communicate. Okay. Then you're going to be like, I don't even know why I'm here you know those people not necessarily because they somebody in the marriage retreat is gonna say something very similar to you like them and their spouse could be there and you kind of look at because you always look at people and kind of compare yourself so if you're looking at them and you see the person that's like you and you see that it's not working with their partner it may cause you to be like hey cause you to reflect cause you to reflect. I just think it's more effective if your spouse is there and that way they can say you know what babe you do this and that's what that's what I see you doing mm-hmm. and they're able to chime in and say okay this is the issue I have with you minus these few cuss words that they just let out of their mouth but mm-hmm. you do the same thing I agree but at the same time it has to start somewhere yeah so if one you gotta person start taking the initiative, initiative to be like hey let me you know, know what, what can I, can I do? do I said so let me to do therapy. what I can do like go to like marriage like marriage counseling alone but a whole retreat by mm-hmm. yourself and you're just sitting there like i don't know if somebody i wouldn't personally get anything out of it
1: mm-hmm. other
0: than looking at other people and be like man i really got my shit together what? not knowing that because i'm not getting anything out of it i don't have anybody to like talk to to help me figure out why we're even here in the first place because i'm still there by myself but you're not yourself. <laughs> like it's a group, group environment so, so you still, still got gotta to communicate, communicate with the, the, the other people the in the group i'd be like i don't even know why i'm here okay see and it wouldn't work for you but for somebody no i'm saying like i'm saying that i like to go places and reflect but i'm just saying like that person would be like i'm why am i even here we see it on tv all the time like they they're in therapy not understanding why they're there Mm -hmm. and the therapist is trying to pull out of them why they're there and they still don't get it so if you're in a, a if you're at a retreat by yourself you're still not gonna get it But if you are taking the initiative to go to the retreat by yourself, you're obviously open to what is going to be said and reflected on at the retreat. Now, if you decide not to go by yourself, yourself, you're not not in that place. place, But if you you are are in that place, place, then it's not not a bad thing thing to take the initiative to to go go by yourself. And then you can always come back to the spouse and be like, hey, I learned this. I think, I feel we should do this together to get more out of it, to get us out of the love funk. Right. So... I
1: agree with that part.
0: All right. So the next one is to talk more to your partner than you do to a friend when you are going through bad times within your marriage. When you talk, say one sentence to your partner's three, usually there is a lot of talking to during a bad period of marriage, but less talking with. That's true. So you always want to keep the lines of communication open. Uh, It may be small, but you start small and you build on that. I know me and my husband have went through times when we didn't talk to each other for a long, long time. And I was talking to an aunt who pretty much was like, that is the absolute worst thing that you can do. Like you're shutting down the communication in your marriage. And that just opens you up Mm -hmm. to a whole bunch of, drama and heart heartache and all of that so you need to talk and it was hard to hear because i was not at that point where i was ready to talk but i knew something that i needed to do um and she even used an example of her own marriage like her and her husband are divorced but she was like we started to fail once we started not talking to each other so i was like okay you lead by example so i'm gonna I'm going to start, start talking because I want to, you know, know, work on my marriage. So, mm-hmm.
1: but and, yeah. And
0: I think it's very important to go to your partner before you go to your friends just because mm-hmm. you don't ever want, because friends, they will take sides. Yes. And not all friends do this, but you do have friends that'll be like, Mm-mm, honey, I don't like him because he did such and such and mm-hmm. such and such. When you could have just kept all your problems within your marriage mm-hmm. and worked it out alone. I mean, I've even had friends when I was going through issues with my marriage that like ran and told people stuff that was going on in our marriage that wasn't even involved in the situation. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking it's confidential and it's not. Mm -hmm. So be careful who you talk to. Mm -hmm. Talk to your spouse, work it out with your spouse and keep all the other people out of your marriage. Because at the end of the day, it's y'all two that stood up in front of that church or wherever and got married and mm-hmm. that's who you, how you need to keep it now you do need that one girlfriend that we've talked about before yes. or someone that you can rely on to bounce ideas off of and to help you understand and to call you out on your shit yes that's important too yes and my girlfriend's sitting right next to me and she will you see she always calls me out on my shit but i would be like <laughs> whatever girl. you ain't talking to me no i'm just playing but you know you need that friend that can you can bounce ideas off and you can, cause, cause your friends know who you are exactly. and that's what you need in those moments is someone who can call you to the carpet and say, Hey girl, you tripping for no reason. Yes. And I know a lot of times when, when me and you talk, I do, I try to look at it from your husband's point of view. And that's how I try to give that advice. Like earlier when we were in the kitchen and you were talking about the pancakes, I was like, well, you know. He took his time to make a meal for you, and you couldn't let go of whatever you were doing to sit down and have a meal. So, yeah, he, don't be pissed. I would be pissed, too. So right, I'm working just, on it, though. You got to hear it the other way around. I'm working on it, and I apologize. <laughs> I just really wasn't hungry, and I was trying to work from home and not be well enough to even be working in the first place. So I just wanted to get at a good stopping point before I got off the computer to eat. I mm-hmm. really wasn't hungry anyway. My stomach is like...
1: Mm-hmm. Phuket style. Oh gosh! So. Okay, <laughs> you know how it goes, girl. That
0: oh goodness, so too much next... watermelon juice. Oh gosh! But I have bought a blender, oh. and I my husband made some watermelon juice yesterday. He, he made the watermelon juice. I have two juice? pictures. Well, now one picture because I've been drinking You've been it all killing day. It. I have been killing It is so good. It it's is like good. Fresca all day long. I know. <laughs> the only thing that I would add next time, Mister, if you are listening. Can you put some mint in my watermelon juice for me? Because I like watermelon and mint. Your wife doesn't like watermelon like and mint. mint. So she's probably going to give you the side eye if you're making me special drinks. But can you make me some watermelon and mint? Oh, wow. We're talking about maybe since Lady D is going to be gone for the summer. She's going to be gone for like six weeks. Um, so we're thinking about having like a... My husband said an old school party. I was like, let's call it a set. Right. Because you know Yeah. <laughs> make sure you get nothing but red cups. Okay. And we're going to utilize our new blender. Because I haven't had a blender since we moved from my old house. No way. I haven't. I mean, I really didn't use it before. And I got rid of my other one because it was white. And so now since my appliances are stainless. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll just get a stainless one. But I haven't had really the need for one. But now I do because I can make watermelon water. Yeah, we make a lot of smoothies and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, we're and we I'm gonna bring my blender too. Yeah, and you got a punch too. bowl. Yes, yes I you do. Finally. do. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna bring my punch bowl. We're gonna okay. have a lot of it. Man, <laughs> you gonna make everybody sign a liability slip when they leave. I am not liable for you drinking. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. Yeah, we are gonna have a set. That'll be fun. That will be fun. Play some old school music and barbecue and barbecue. Yeah, I guess we could have some pineapples on the grill. That'd be good I mean we'll Some zucchini We'll do a vegetable medley For you guys Yeah I'm excited I mean your husband Can bring some meatless Options Oh some Beyond Meat Burgers Yeah Mm -hmm. On the grill Those are real good Mm -hmm. Yeah Okay Well we just planned Our whole little shindig I know So be on the lookout For an invite For our sets. Right So the next um, item on the list is withdrawing from intimacy is very common during the bad years. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they say years. Nuh-uh, that ain't, we not gonna let it turn we, into yeah, years. Yeah, we can't do that. They they happen in spurts of time. Yes. You know, they say you get the seven-year itch. I seven. I didn't really get one. Well, it. Just, I mean, it just depends. Maybe we got our seven-year itch earlier or, or, or later. Or later, yeah. Or we hadn't got it yet, but they're somewhere in the itch. But I just feel like, so is, is the it it issue wanting to leave? Cause I have never felt like I want to, to leave. I just felt like I just wanted to run away for a couple of days. Right. Like I felt like I wanted to like withdraw a bunch of cash out the bank and take off and not use my credit card for a good week. You know how you planned it out? They'd be like, well she's not missing because we saw her credit card usage in Omaha, Nebraska. And you'd mm-hmm. be like, what's she doing in Omaha? Mm-hmm. And then they'd be like, my husband be like, she has a friend there. See, I wouldn't, wouldn't even <laughs> go that far. I just go to the condo. Be like, I'm just gonna stay here for a couple days. You gonna stay there with your tenant? <laughs> sleeping the law? Yeah, sleeping the law. They're gonna be like, he gonna be having you on some type of renters help group, saying, "Hey, my uh, landlord, my she landlord, just moved she's in. She's living here, right? She down there cooking breakfast right now." Yeah, so I don't know about the years. We're not gonna turn that it, into years. Yeah. That's no, why no, we're no. doing this, so other people doesn't don't go through this funk yes. for years. Like, let that shit go. Yes. Um. So, but um, intimacy is important. You can't yeah. take the sex and the romance and all that out because that's hard to get back. I don't think, think, it's, it's, so hard think it's hard to get back, but I will say, if you're I'm in a place of anger, time, you're like, I, don't I don't feel like, like being bothered with you right now. Like that is the last thing on my mind. Like I want to fix what is going on. Even though the sex does create all those hormones and chemicals and all that stuff to bond you, but I'm one of those people, like, you. your parents taught you not to go to be angry. I I can go to be angry, because I can sleep it off and think through everything. I don't sleep good when I'm upset. Girl, should I be knocked out? Because sleep is a place of peace for me. Okay. So. See, and I I have nightmares, and I have crazy dreams when I'm not at peace. Mm hmm So... Yeah, but I think the intimacy, intimacy part is very important. I yes. think even when you're not happy, your body doesn't react the same. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, if I'm upset, I'm not the moist person around. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's hard to get me going. Mm-hmm. Like, your body knows when you're upset. Like, yes. you got to work a little bit extra. And you're just like, I really don't want to do this because I'm really mad at you. Because mm-hmm. you did X, Y, and Z. But I think once you remove that intimacy out of it, it makes it harder to get back to that commonplace. place, and then you are in the love fun for years
1: mm-hmm. because
0: you're. It's like you're using sex as I don't not as a form of punishment, but more like a it's with with issue withdrawing, yeah. and so because a lot of sex, sex mainly for money. women, is our mind. It is so you're- if our minds <laughs> are not being fed, then right. nothing else really can right you get can't get fed. feed my kitty cat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cause the kitty cat knows when she's mad. When mm-hmm. your when your brain is mad, your kitty cat knows it. Yes, and she don't be purring. No, she really don't.
1: You gotta work hard to get her to purr.
0: <laughs> but you know, sometimes I'll be like, ugh, ugh, ugh. You you don't deserve this. Yeah, you know, I talk, I you talk, talk take crazy. It out. Yeah, yeah, I talk crazy. And then after sex, are more, you know, responsive to what you you all need to talk about. Like, it sets their mind. I think for, for them, me. it resets their mind. But like Niecy Nash says, you can never have an argument if you're naked in the That's bed. That's so true. So, but anyways,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so um, the, oh, this is a real big thing. During the bad years, it's common for one partner to move out of the um marital bed. If you do this, the, the sooner you move back in the bed, the better. Sleeping separately will destroy your par- your marriage quickly. It shows your partner rejection, and there is no, there will be no sense of abandon There will be in a sense of abandonment. Yeah, I I don't I don't believe in sleeping separately. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my husband likes to sleep on the couch, and I'm cool with it if I know that I don't want to do any hanky panky. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I get a night to rest. However, I don't let him. I don't let him sleep there long. Sometimes I'll be like, come on, come to bed, come to bed, come to bed. He just thinks the couch is more comfortable than our bed. Cause it's so big and plush and whatever. I don't know. And then he can leave the TV on. Whereas oh, if he has the TV on in your room, like you're, he's disturbing you. I turn, he leaves it on and I turn it off. Uh-huh. And then he, he sleeps on top of the remote. <laughs> we had two remotes. And one of them is back in the little guys room, or the big little guys room. But when we had both remotes, then I would turn off the TV and he'd turn it right back on. Mm-hmm. We had TV warrior, but it's fine. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, as, as my, my husband, husband says, once you leave, you're not coming back. back. So, so to, to the, the bed. T- not necessarily to the to bed, bed, but just period. period. And I think, I think that, that is, is a start to you slowly, slowly moving out the door. Out the, the door. door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, the only time like, we like really sleep apart is if he is like snoring outrageously and even then like i've slept halfway through the night but at a certain point i'm like i can't take this no more so i'll go get into bed with shady d right she's like oh i love it when daddy snores you get to sleep with me right she's probably doing something to him to make him snore so she's like mommy will you sleep with me under my tent <laughs> so yeah oh but i don't I, I i do think that that is a step going to out the, the door but direction. if you think about it i know we're not talking about this at all right now but that's how dre started he that's was he, started. he slept on the couch mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he eventually made it out the door yes. so yeah it's a step in the wrong direction stay in that bed get a queen size bed so y'all can be even closer or full size y'all will be right on top don't of do each the other. king size bed <laughs> i've told y'all i mean i like having a king size bed because we do have more room but we do sleep on opposite sides of the bed. But we start off cuddling. But then once we want to get our good sleep, we pretty much part ways. Mm-hmm. So and then we'll come back together in the middle of the night sometimes or if there's like a bathroom break or something like that. But I do miss sleeping in a smaller bed because mm-hmm. you, you don't cuddle as much. Mm-hmm. Cause, shoot, it ain't nowhere to go.
1: That's true.
0: All right. Well, the next um, item on the list is um, write to one another. And that's one thing that I did get from, um, marital counseling is that the best thing about writing is that you can scratch out your words Mm -hmm. and you have the ability not to like, you can text it. And if you, you have to read it back or write a letter. You can erase it. But once them words fly out your mouth, they're done. They're out there. You can't take them back. So write them a letter, him or her a letter, and let them know how you feel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, don't lay use you a lot. Use I feel. I feel. Right. I feel. Da-da-da-da-da. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then on the opposite end of that, the person who is reading the letter, it's like an insight to your partner's soul like they have taken the time to sit down and write this out so they really want you to hear them and see what they're saying like my husband has written written me that was like a part of our retreat that we went on and like some of the things he was able to write to me versus saying I know it's hard for him to write it but I was like oh my gosh like he is pouring out his heart to me and it it really Caused me to really listen, yeah, and always. And then once you read it, it's in your brain, right? And you have it as like something to refer back to, yes, when you're going through those dark moments Mm -hmm. in your marriage and be like, okay, at one point, he or she felt like this, Mm -hmm. and so how do we get this feeling back? And I know at one point, you know, this is where we were going, so -hmm. we just kind of got off the wrong path, got on the wrong path, and then also that was one of the things we did in Marriage Builders, like the first time you all attended with us is that you had to write a letter to your spouse and i thought that was super sweet Mm -hmm. um about how you feel and it was on a thank you note so i thought that was really cute and i still have it i found it the other day Mm -hmm. so that's probably in the bottom see you have to put it somewhere special Mm -hmm. so you know he's like or just lay it on the counter and then he'll be like oh she was reading my love note Mm -hmm. so I just thought that was super cute. Again, talking about your memories of your first dates. What did you like about one another? Try to get some of that feeling back as frequently as you can. And that also tied into Blackish as well. Yeah. They kept flashing back to when times were good and when they were, you know, getting to know each other, when they were in the thick of having children and buying a home, like all those mm-hmm. major points, you know, in their relationship. Um, and they did go back to their first date So and when, when they met So it is good to talk about that Because you know what on a good day I It's funny because you think about Your younger self and you know The things you were going through and how this person Like came into your life and how you, you know began to actually build a life together Like how did you sweep me off my feet like exactly. that You just came in like a thief in the night it Stole my heart Yeah and I think that's very important And if you are in that weird dark period In your relationship Agree that when you go on, as you're building these memories, not to even think about the present moment, like literally go back and live in those moments. Don't Mm -hmm. think about any of the drama in your mind. You might be like, but he Mm -hmm. or but she don't go there.
1: Mm -hmm. Don't go there.
0: And even as you're going back and thinking about your old school dating, like when y'all first met, don't just don't think about it. Yeah. You got to make the choice to move forward and stop dwelling on the past. Of course, you got to fix fix some things, but you can't keep dwelling on it in order to move forward. And also accept the fact that that person's changed. If you marry somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody and y'all been together for 10 years and this person's still the same, that's a problem Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: they're not growing and evolving. Mm -hmm. So of course they're not going to be the same, but it's, our role as a person that's with them, and as a person that's in a relationship with us, to change and evolve and grow with that individual too, because that's the only way it can work. Yeah, nobody's gonna stay the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's like Tamia said, it's a stranger in my house. Right? Am I the one who's changing, or is he the one who's changing, and I'm still the same? I always refer to song. Because it be some good? It'd lyrics. be some good lyrics <laughs> and songs, and I love Tamia. Oh yeah, I send you something about her. Oh album. yeah, I need to listen to that. Because mm-hmm. we love and mm-hmm. We talked about that on our girls' trip. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Girl, whatever. Okay, so begin dating your spouse again. And like I said, when you go on this date with your spouse, please don't talk about the problems because that's not going to help you. No, to date sign. And that's surely ain't going to help you get your intimacy back. So just go and be free and enjoy the moment that you all are out having fun. Mm-hmm. Even if you do see him slick look at somebody or... You think he's flirting with the waitress, whatever issue you think is going to come up or whatever conflict you may have, like choosing a restaurant, whatever y'all could even possibly argue about. Just be cool. Just go with the flow. Go with the flow. Do not try to find an issue when there's no issue there. Mm -hmm. Just your main purpose is to go on a date and enjoy yourself. And even you can do like a couple getaway, like get in a totally new city and environment and just chill out and have fun. Yeah. But don't make, it uncomfort- don't make it uncomfortable for the other couples that are with you. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got to be at a good place. No, I not a couple's trip. Just you and your oh, partner. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was thinking about a particular couple. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, i I no, need no, them no. to get their shit together before we roll with them. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Okay. okay. Um, you also want to become a team against the issue that is making your marriage fragile. If it's a child or an illness, you can handle it better if the two of you remain a team. Mm -hmm. so that's good yes so like say for instance sometimes we have relatives to come and live with us and one person may be ready for the relative to leave you can't you know argue with each other about the relative like you have to come together as a team to find a solution so it'll work out for everybody Mm mm-hmm Yeah. Or if somebody is is ill, ill, you know, you definitely again want to be a team to figure out like their plan of care so you so everybody can get through it. Yeah, and if it's a child then you will have to work together as a team to Mm -hmm. figure out what is the best solution to This issue. Mm -hmm. Because that's another thing that doesn't come with the handbook. Mm -hmm. You don't know how to raise a kid.
1: Mm -hmm. You have
0: all these other books that tell you, but it's not real life. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't know what you're going to get into.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So keep that in mind and then referring back to the team building aspect I remember some years ago um, I saw something with Snoop Dogg you know him and his wife were like about to get a divorce Mm -hmm. their daughter got like gravely sick I think they discovered she had lupus or something Mm -hmm. and them working as a team to get her health back on track actually saved their marriage so yeah, that's a living example Mm -hmm. when they're still together (laughs) she is so pretty she is is beautiful she She has the prettiest skin yes so um remind well wait a second i skipped ahead a little bit (laughs) um find a church or a spiritual place that is very important Mm -hmm. that you both like um some problems cannot be solved but a spiritual connection will help you connect connect you both and accept the situation better i love going to church i think it's very important to have that spiritual connection because that's where i find my strength when i'm going through something serious and if you don't have a source of strength For me personally, like my religion, I just don't know what I would do. Like, what what do you do? Like, you would just be out there alone and not feel like, okay, I, I can lean on you, Lord. I trust you. You got me. And I have scriptures to refer to. So that's, for me, that's very important. Yes. And then for those who are not super, super religious, there is always the Bible app and they have plenty of marriage plans. Like, I feel like every time... Things are going awry or they're not, like, where they're supposed to be. Anytime I open up a Bible plan in the Bible app, it is right on time. It's like, right everything on time. they are saying is like, "Dang, hey, are you talking to me, Lord, right now? Right. I hear you. I <laughs> hear you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. And those, those are the things that really kind of help you spiritually. Mm-hmm. Like, when we were coming back on the girls' trip, I was kind of in a funk. And I was just like, like, God, like, literally ordered my steps. Like to help me feel like he was there along with me along the way. Mm -hmm. And it was just like little subliminal messages that he gave me. Little pieces of tidbits. And it helped. And then I got better. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I knew that I wasn't in this alone. Mm -hmm. So um, the next thing is to remind yourself why you took the vow. And divorce is not a good option. Um, This has helped more couples than I can count. That divorce is not an option. Now, if he is beating you, trying to kill you, choking you, then you need to get to a safe place. However, divorce is not an option.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can think about it, but it's not an option. You can think about, you know, taking cash out and going away for a weekend, but you're going to come back home. Mm-hmm. And I suggest you text them or her and let them know where you are. And just say I need to get away and that's all Yes. So yeah just always rely on that vow I read an article Where a couple wakes up Every morning and they recite their vows To each other every morning when they get up It's like, that seems a bit much for even me. Yeah. I mean, if they are are in a place where they have been through through the, the, you know, the the ups ups and downs, downs, like that that probably keeps keeps them on track. Yeah. And you know what? There's a lady at work and I think it's the sweetest thing. She blows her husband a kiss every day when she gets out the car and he catches it. And I think he puts it somewhere, Mm -hmm. but it's like the sweetest thing.
1: Mm -hmm. And they've
0: been married for a long time. So maybe things like that do help with Mm -hmm. longevity.
1: Mm Mhm.
0: I don't know but I can't remember I have to write that on an index card and be like okay well I guess I'll get all of this stuff remembered eventually because that was a lot of stuff to remember they yeah, have a but what your vows were I'll, I'll probably remember, remember y'all vows better than ours <laughs> <laughs> well I, there, there's a story about those vows there's a story <laughs> I did not okay let me tell you what happened since we're talking about it so we had made a plan to write our vows. So my husband took it upon himself to write his vows. Me being the person that I am, I was writing my vows on the way to get my hair done as I was going through the mall trying to find last minute items. And so as I was writing them, I forgot to tell the preacher that I wrote my vows and I didn't have a moment to remember my vows. Like he, He had his vows written down, remembered everything. I had mine on a small piece of paper, trying to get to the altar and read them off this piece of paper when I was supposed to remember them. So when we got there, we ended up using the vows that the preacher had already used before, which were really great vows. And I I pretty much took those and edited them to make them our own. I think I took out something about, I don't know, something I didn't like about submitting. It was he didn't use the word submit. It was something else. I didn't Mm. like the way it was worded because it was seemed so like old school to me. And so I just kind of put a little bit of a sparkle on it and it still meant the same thing, but it just didn't seem so harsh. But I ended up doing the like 1920s way of submitting anyway. So I guess it was meant to be. And then it was like, well, what happened? I I did I wrote my vows and I didn't get to read them to you. So when, after the wedding, when we went away, like on the other side of the beach, that's what he was doing is reading me his vows. And Aww. then when I looked at my paper, because I was nervous and I had sweated and used felt tip pen most of the words had ran over on my hands. And so I had ink on my hands. Oh, but it's okay. It's okay. I, I mean... said, you can read them. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But, you know, that's that's what happened. They were sad, and that that's time. all that matters. Yeah, so it was like a super sweet moment between us two. And that was one of the things that they suggested is, after you say your vows, make sure that you get away from the crowd, let them do what they're going to do, and just take the time to have your moment. Mm-hmm. And then have the photographer come over. I think she was taking pictures as we were having our moment, realistically. Aww. So it was super sweet. That Nobody was somebody told me thing. that. Well, I just, well, first of all, I was embarrassed that I didn't, um, but nobody knew. Nobody knew, but <laughs> he knew because he had wrote those vows and he had met another couple that he took a picture with, mm-hmm. and they were from some country. Helped him write his vows, and they had oh, been wow. married for like fifty years. You, you should, should like, like frame those. Yeah, and he he was at the um he was at the hotel where we stayed for the night when he wrote his vows because mm-hmm. I think our other friends helped him check in and get the room together and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. That was super sweet. That was. See, it's those little memories like that when you like, oh, he worked really hard to write his vows. Mm -hmm. And mine were, you know, they were okay. Mm -hmm. They weren't as good as his. His were so much better than mine. But, anyways, let's move on to. Um. that's the end of our favorite topic for the most part yes for the most part i mean we just if anyone is going through the funk or they want to kind of avoid the funk definitely use these tips you know always have a date night like my grandmother loves the fact that me and my husband have a date night you know she, she'll tell people you know they're going on date night tonight right and i get to watch my baby exactly <laughs> it's a win-win for everybody right <laughs> All right, it is time for our business buzz. I want to give a shout out to Authentic Brazilian Wax. And let me tell you why. Before our trip, I had purchased a Groupon for another spa. And they called and, can't, and I booked the appointment for the night before we were going to leave. Or the afternoon before we were going to leave. And they called me while I was en routes to cancel the appointment. Mm, mm, mm. And the next available appointment wasn't until like 6 o'clock the next day. And I'm like, I'm I need, I'm going out of town. And I'm going to be gone by then. So, um, I located a place on the fly. Because at first I was thinking about going to um, Walmart. Because they have waxing too, so I That went. sounds so funny that she was going to Walmart to get a wax. I just need. I know I needed a wax, so I went to my local Walmart and they. I went to their waxing bar, or whatever studio that's in the store, and the lady was threading some eyebrows, and then somebody else was in front of me, and then I'm looking all around because I didn't see the price list. Because I know when I go to another location, they have everything listed out, mm-hmm. but this one they have everything yeah. listed. So, then I'm looking around, and I'm like, well, I see this back room, but I also see a camera over this back room. I was like, nope. So, I walked on out, and I did a little Google search, so I located a Authentic Brazilian Wax. They're located off of 99 Seaboard Lane Suite 300 in Brown. Um, and they have, like, cost-efficient waxes. Like, I got a full Brazilian for, like, $35. That's amazing. And that included her wax in my Happy Trail as well as my bum. And it was a good wax. And it was quick, and they closed at seven o'clock. And it was about probably about five when I called to make the appointment. So they got me in and out right away. They were very nice. They offered me drink, like a, a water or soda, when I got there. Like I was, it, it was, looks good. really clean yes and And it's affordable it's affordable like you can get the whole your whole like bottom half wax for 75 dollars so that's your bikini your happy trail your bikini line your thighs your legs like all of that for 75 bucks and that is a good deal that is a deal Um, because i paid 75 just to get a brazilian Yes, at certain places yes and then i added on a lip wax and it was just an additional five bucks so they they're are my economical. new spot. I'ma use this place because I don't purchase this Groupon. But after I use my Groupon, when the next time I reschedule, I will be going back to the Brazilian wax. Yeah, that's Authentic nice. Brazilian wax. And their website: www.authenticbrwax.com And they have flexible hours. They're open on Saturdays from like eight to five, and then during the week they're open until seven p.m., which is very convenient for us working people. So, shout out to Brazilian Wax on our business um, bus. This is definitely beneficial for both you and your partners. You don't (laughs) want to deal with all that hair. I know. Especially, yeah, get that on ripped off. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. No, uh Yes, Nuh-uh. it does. Yes, it, like, i be walking around with my, my arms, like, up because that, that hurts so I bad. I'd rather get my arms done any day. I'd rather get my bikini done over my underarms. Not I can sure. shave my underarms. You must have some tough skin done there because that hurts. It. My <laughs> underarms hurt more because <laughs> the skin is, like, really thin. Maybe, maybe I got tough skin underneath my arms, but, girl, mm-mm. That, that lady spot, that hurts. Yeah. I'm gonna try to get it done like they say. And it be every hot. That wax be hot sometimes. Yeah, and it's burning. That's a sensitive air. You a soldier, girl? I, I I'm a soldier for okay. that, but not a bunch. Okay. all right. Now we're gonna get into our recap of Blackish. So we're gonna do the first two episodes of the dark period for them, um, and then on our next episode, we'll do the recap of the next two episodes because I heard from. Another podcast I want to say maybe it was the read That they It's a four part um, episode And it'll probably the season finale Will probably be like the last one Um, So we're just going to do two and two So on the first one um, It starts off Like Bo and Dre normally start off They're having a birthday party for Devante Devante Swang And Dre is concerned That Devante isn't walking Right now and Bo is you know pretty As a calm mother she's like well he was a preemie He's hitting all his targets Like he'll be walking soon it's nothing to worry about However Dre would not let it go And he kept asking people all around the party Well Let well, your baby, baby walk in. "Is your well, baby they start walking And I'm sure Bo was annoyed And they just You know that's how it started And that's how the episode like Progressed as far as them getting into it right so they kept bickering about it and just was like you know this happens every few years let's just go back to our counselor so we can get back on track right so the counselor pretty much told them they needed to do a date night and how did the date night go it didn't go well well actually the date night was pretty funny to me because Mm -hmm. they were sitting next to another couple and, it was probably on date night too. <laughs> right. And he was watching like ESPN, which my husband has done that while we were in Marriage Builders. And all the other guys was like, dude, she was holding out on the TV because it was like a game was on. So I could see something like that happening. Like we're on a date and he's on ESPN or it could be that he's having a moment where he wants me to be engaged and I'm on Facebook or something. So I think that was a very authentic moment that mm-hmm. things that couples do with, that they shouldn't do when they're mm-hmm. on a date night, and so they were kind of looking at them like side eye, like "ooh, y'all got issues" when they're there because they have issues too. Yeah, and so they were kind of like, I think they started bickering back and forth at one point, and the couple that was or the man that was watching ESPN and that let his date or his wife, or whatever, they were looking at them like, okay, y'all really have some mm-hmm. issues, because they were beefing about some stuff that they shouldn't have been talking about mm-hmm. while they were on their date night, like I had just talked about before, like, mm-hmm. you keep that mess at home, mm-hmm. you are out to have a good time yes. to relax and chill and connect and you bringing up old stuff does mm-hmm. not solve, like, that's not going to help you all get back to a better place no. I'm not saying sweep it under the rug but no. I am saying that t- in order to get back to that happy place, sometimes you just gotta let things go, mm-hmm You know, and, you know, time will heal certain things. Mm -hmm. And you can talk, like, sometimes you have to talk about major issues in little tidbits and not try to solve world peace all in one day. Because sometimes it's just not going to happen that way. And so I guess she was feeling extra sensitive about, you know, him asking everybody is the baby walking Mm. and... And that's a whole nother issue, probably a whole nother podcast about comparing your kids to the others. Other kids,
1: Because yes. that
0: sets a totally different situation with, even with your children. Because if you carry that into their adult life, or not their adult life, but as they get older, then they're going to always feel like they're not good enough or they, mm-hmm. they're not measuring up enough. Mm-hmm. Dre needs to let that go. He does. And I see parts of me and Dre, so it makes me reflect. Oh, I can't self-reflect by myself. <laughs> Anyways, see, I, I can self-regulate Yes So, I was able to say, okay, well, you know, when I get th- to that point of that I'm doing that Then I need to kind of scale it back Because there's bigger issues that can come out of me trying to compare where my child is at Based on other people's benchmarks mm-hmm. So, that's what I got out of that scene for real Like, mm-hmm. scale it back Yes And I sometimes I think, um, Bo she's just kind of bitchy I did see that that in the episodes like it was just just little little nitpicky things but again it's all relatable because when when you're you're in it you think you're right right Right. you know so So, it's little digs it's little digs with a small shovel yeah no one of them little bitty small spoons yeah that's how them digs be Mm yeah not a shovel just a small spoon Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. so she needs to get that together and he needs to stop being so paranoid about everything but he's like that across the board anyway he's even like that at work yes and he brings everything to work which goes back to the article don't be involved in, Man, he involved in your relationship a whole, the whole office don't need to know y'all have problems. Well, we're going to marriage counseling and then Wanda Sykes was like oh so you messing with a white girl you messing with a white girl is it? Is it such and such she don't went through almost everybody mm-hmm. who walked past the office that was white mm-hmm. and I was just like really like he's not dating a white girl he's just having issues because he cannot stop comparing his cat- kid yes. to other people's kids Yes, kids are gonna walk when they get ready to walk but I understand him being a preemie and you want to make Make sure, that he's meeting his measurements. Um, what are they called again? Um, shoot, I don't forget. I know Land- they're not landmarks, they're not landmarks, um, uh, <laughs> milestones. I knew it was some kind of yeah. technical word, yes. Or when, when they, they when you go to the pediatrician, they be like, Your yeah, baby is in the 95th percentile. I still, but as long as they say it's good, I'm like, okay, she she acting normal, so that's all <laughs> right. She seems fine, like, and then they tell you, Oh, well, as long as her head is growing at a regular rate. <laughs> what yeah they measure measuring the baby's head every time they because go because it's their brain growing. to make sure their brain, brain yeah the brain is growing oh, okay well he, he looked, looked like he had a big head, head. yeah I mean he's good I, I feel, feel like Dre definitely, definitely took, took it too far and Bo knowing that she's, she's a doctor knowing that she's a mom she, like she deep, deep down she knows when, knows when there is a problem, problem. And I feel like I would have been the same way. Like, most kids are not walking at one years old. Like, they're going to walk a little, either a little bit before one or they're going to walk a little bit after. But it is a certain point where you're like, okay, my baby's, like, 15, 16 months. What's going on? I mean, are they if they're pulling up, you know, if they're crawling around and just trying to, you know, take baby steps, that's one thing. But she said, you know, he's pulling up and doing what he's supposed mm-hmm. to do so it, it could have been a matter of a couple of days that he would have started walking so during their date night they pretty much got it together and started enjoying each other and they decided that they were going to wait to have sex to build up the anticipation of having sex which i thought was a mistake i feel like when the timing is right y'all flowing good why wait because yeah, you don't know I get
1: that either
0: why wait like i might be tired tomorrow
1: mm-hmm. like right a different day, right, so different sure day things kids, happen
0: like Go ahead and work this out. Get these cop ribs out because you've been holding out on intimacy because you've been mad for God knows how long. So, go on and wrench this thing on out mm-hmm. real quick. So, they decided to hold off and not have sex till the next day to build the anticipation and then when it was time it was kind of awkward because mm-hmm. it was planned and that was what his co-workers was talking about never mm-hmm. plan out sex like why are you telling them that mm-hmm. first of all your co-workers don't even need to know when you're having sex in the first place that mm-hmm. so was just weird to me Why like, keep your business at home mm-hmm. but i did like that they were um sex, sexting, sexting each, each other each yeah. other which i thought was pretty hot let me send a text message right now. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, so you, um, they were sexting back and forth, which I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, that's stuff we used to do, but I haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. I used to send my husband pictures of fruit. Okay. And vegetables.
1: Okay. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even
0: if you mm-hmm. don't want to say the words, you can send an eggplant or a peach, maybe some cherries. You know, send them something, and then they'll ask, what is that? And be like, what do you want it to be? I'm just saying. But anyway, so... Then what happened after that? The so, planned sex didn't go good. The plan sex didn't go good. It was very awkward. But in real life, sometimes sex is awkward. It's just a fact. I feel like Bo had on too many clothes. <laughs> you know what? At that point, I wasn't looking at her clothes. <laughs> I mean, I was looking at everything. But I just felt like you know she had on too much. It was probably cold in the house. He probably had that fan on. That's true. But she knew what she was about to do because they had planned it. She should have been, like, with either well they can't show that on tv maybe I mean, that's, that's why she to an helmet. extent yeah but i guess it's still supposed to be a family show so they she could have had on just a cute like camisole nighty yeah yeah well, i've seen that on tv Yeah, before. she had she had on too many clothes i guess so they get into it and he takes her hair down which made me think of you <laughs> girl I be- that's when i started watching i had turned my head away because i was mm-hmm. watching on my phone on hulu girl that's when i turned around was like what is he doing (laughs) because my husband hates a bonnet or plaques but she didn't even have a bonnet she just had a cute bun but i mean obviously her hair being down turns him on so she should have just went with it she's like ow 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 whatever girl yeah but i guess ripping my bonnet off ain't that bad compared no. to taking my ponytail it depends now. on how my the body really the scarf i don't have a, depending yeah. on how my hair is like now since i have crochet braids i really don't care <laughs> yeah it is what it is but yes. leave our hair alone but i guess we gotta look sexy for them right it helps them with their fantasies i guess i guess yeah so that kind of broke up the, the love train for them and then the baby started crying mm-hmm. and then they were arguing about who's gonna go get the baby I, I mean, at that, that point, point, if he said, I got I it, I would have been like, okay. And, and then there, there was a the dig. dig. Well, you never get up. Right. She should have just Hunt let it go. go. Hon her little spoon. Yeah, yeah she, she should have let like it see go. See, it was a little bitchy moment. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's like, okay, is he going to hold on to that one little dig? And is it going to, the next dig going to build upon that dig? And the next dig, you know, and mm-hmm. it becomes a bigger issue. Because mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much how they get that's to That's what's going on, yeah. So, put them little spoons up put them up because they become big spoons they do so um then they were both in there like trying to figure out who's gonna change the baby it's a poopy diaper I know, just, just change it, change it. how go about y'all on. do it together work as a team mm-hmm. somebody get the diaper somebody wipes somebody holds the baby up and then y'all go back wash your hands first mm-hmm. then go back and do your thing
1: because
0: mm-hmm. y'all need some alone time it didn't happen that way no. but the baby did walk him the of baby them. did walk him i thought you know it w- everything they had been arguing about as far as him walking would have been a non-issue mm-hmm. because that's sometimes i know when the night before me and my husband got married we were going we were arguing over photographs and how everybody was going to get to these photographs and it was already planned a certain way and my husband was trying to change it to do it a different way and I was like, in my mind, I'm like, why are we even arguing about this? This is going to be a non-issue tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I just let it go. We going to do this this way, and that's what it's going to (laughs) be. Right. It's not going to be an issue. So sometimes you do have to stop and think, this is not going to be an issue after this time. So why am I wasting my energy right because then you could carry that into your marriage like you all hadn't even said your vows yet and y'all argued about pictures
1: exactly and then
0: you're still kind of hung up on the argument that you had about pictures Mm -hmm. it's a picture it's a picture it's gonna get taken taken. like everybody Everybody was was photographed right so that's all that that matters (laughs) And you carry, you carry stuff like that. Y'all mm-hmm. could still be arguing about those pictures. Because didn't mm-hmm. he bring up something? He brought up yeah. something tw- from 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. But I we haven't, haven't even got to that episode. part. Yeah, we haven't got to that part. Yet. But, but you can, can see that, that he holds on to things, things and doesn't let them, them, them out. So, so the baby's start walking. walking and we think it's all good. Mm-hmm. But then he she says, oh, I was a little worried myself. And that opened up a whole other thing. He's like, well, why wouldn't you tell me that? And she's like, I mean. You overreact. I you overreact so i knew if at a certain point it was a problem then yeah but she's like why would we have put our son through all of that when it wasn't necessary and she was thinking of the child I don't think the child would really know what was going on. I think it's more so putting the parents through it mm-hmm. because the kids just going to go through the testing and be, let it be what it is. Cause they're at that age where they're not going to remember, but the parents going through it and the stress of you going through it and worrying about how these results are going to come up. That's a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so I can appreciate her like sparing that whole situation from brewing up. I may not have said anything about me being concerned because oh, yeah. you know how, how Dre he is. is. He's, a hot mess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So just kind of keep your keep your mouth closed a little bit. Yeah. Yes, some <laughs> things may not need to be said <laughs> at certain times. At certain times, <laughs> maybe let him know a little bit later, like when y'all can have a talk when he's running. Yes, like at a track meet. Maybe. Yes, remember that time when we didn't I think know, he was gonna so walk and cool. look at him was running. Was sorry, but he running now, so let's all yeah, good. let's talk about that. Let's mm-hmm. get that off my chest. Yeah. So, um I yeah, it was. Yeah. I like the show though. Yeah. yeah. So, so it pretty so much ended, ended with Dre saying he didn't like the way she handled things. Even though in my mind I feel like Bo handles everything in the house. Like he's just there. <laughs> he goes to work and from time to time, you know, he has his moments, but where he's dramatic. Where he's dramatic. But I, I feel like he's I feel like he's more than just there. Like I feel like a good example of somebody who's just present would be Al Bundy mm-hmm. versus him. He's very involved. He's just extra. Mm-hmm. and he tries to parent a lot more than somebody like Al Bundy would
1: mm-hmm.
0: he he's just different in his approach
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he's very I would say it's dramatic he's just takes things a little too far he does yeah he, he's, I
1: agree yeah
0: you know what this you know I always be off subject but did they ever figure out that girl was addicted to the dope the girl no, went, oh. Zoe, no yeah because he, he the would have went over. he would have she, she would have been, been in rehab yes Yes. So on the second episode, um, we get into them. It starts off with Bo, like, getting the kids breakfast together and talking to the kids. She looks so happy. It was bright and sunny in the kitchen. And then all the kids went away to spend time with their grandma. And then, did you notice how it went dark? I didn't notice that. Yes, it went dark. Like, every scene with them in, it was gray. Oh, the black and white. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did so, see that. But I was thinking the yeah yeah so they um it, they started off very awkward like Dre is like I'm gonna go to work and she's like you going to work on a Saturday like what's going on you got a big project he's like no I just feel like I want to get ahead of it and she was like and I liked her initiative she's like well since the kids are gone you know let's go to brunch let's spend some time together he was like oh okay that's fine And then the doorbell rings and it's the contractor because they decided once when she was pregnant to redo the kitchen. Right. And it flashes back to how happy they were and, you know, how excited they were to change the kitchen. So when the contractor comes, they're trying to decide what they want to do. And you can tell that the funk was extra real because I know I would be excited. about picking out things for this new kitchen and they're like oh whatever you want this color well why don't we try you know i'll pick what i think you like and you pick what you think that i would like
1: that did not work that
0: became a big issue it was a big to do but you know what that's when like she started digging in Mm -hmm. so i'm starting to wonder does bo have more issues than she's leading on because she takes a lot of digs so what did, what did she, she dig ignore that She was time? like, um, that's a little too bohemian. That's more bohemian than my style. Like, why, why wouldn't you just look at it and say, okay, and then build upon that so it doesn't make him feel like I can't do anything right. And that mm-hmm. may be why he doesn't do anything, like taking a lot of initiative, like how you say you feel like Bo does everything because mm-hmm. obviously he can't even pick out the right colors. Mm-hmm. So if, if you take what he gave you and you build upon it, and eventually, you could pretty much wash out everything he did, but it doesn't seem that way yeah. because you all have collaborated together to make the kitchen something yes. different. Because if, if they went with a certain sink and it didn't match the paint colors he picked out, then that would solve that issue. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just felt like that was a dig when he was trying to do something Kind of cutesy. Yeah, and, and she—I mean—I can she see where he would, would think she would have a bohemian she vibe. She does have a bohemian, bohemian vibe. Her damn name is Rainbow. <laughs> I didn't even know that. So, you, so, so, you name Rainbow, but you're not bohemian. Mm-hmm. Bo bohemian. I would think she would be bohemian. Yes, not oh. a bohemian for my didn't kitchen, but I would see where he she would She went, went somewhere with some plaits in her head. Where was she at with them plaits? Oh, that oh, those the, the poetic, poetic justice break when they were first dating. No, 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 no. She had on, like, a, a navy blue outfit with a red purse and some red shoes. Where were they at? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I dreamed that. Was well, she, she had them braided straight, straight back? back. Yeah. Oh, that was, like, a couple of episodes ago. I don't, I don't know, know where they, they were, were, though. Oh, well, anyways, wouldn't you think your, your girl was bohemian when she walking around like that? She mm-hmm. didn't do a twist out. She didn't pull them things, them jokers out at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, so, anyways, just roll with it sometimes. Yeah, so, um, they look funky while they're trying to pick out this kitchen um and then um um, when I was looking at this I just felt like they were at a point where they were discovering that they didn't know each other like they used to like of course they they are growing and changing and I feel like at that instant you knew that that had taken place yeah, especially with the kitchen colors and knowing what she wanted and knowing yes. what he wanted. Because mm-hmm. even he didn't like what she picked out for him. Mm-hmm. But you could have put those two th- things together and built upon it instead of just being like, no, that's not cute. Yeah. Yeah. So then from there, it flashes back to when they first got the house and mm-hmm. how happy they were. She was expecting the twins. He made her some ramen noodle. And even then she said, these things are horrible and salty, but I'm going to eat some.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then... um. It goes back to them picking a sink. And she, in the kitchen before, she said she wanted the copper sink. And he was still talking about the ceramic, I mean, the marble sink. And, I mean, she she was right in that, you know, it's hard to clean. And for him to say, well, you're just going to have to monitor the dishes he a little was, more. He, he was digging. He, yes. He was taking a dig. He saying was. that she don't wash dishes. Yes. And I'm like, oh, well, you can wash the dishes. What's wrong with your arm? Exactly. So, so, so he asked her cool. again, what, what sink did she like? And she was like, I told you the other day, I like the copper sink. And then it became a whole big to-do. And they started arguing, and then it goes back to um, when they were first dating. And he put all these post-it notes all over his apartment. And then she looked at them all, and then she opened up, like, this tray, and it had a single rose in it. Mm-hmm. And she laughed at him. felt out without laughing she was like you made me do all this for a single rose she thought it was a joke but he was really serious He was trying to be romantic and that is so something i'm not proud of but i could so see myself Mm -hmm. doing that because you know like we're silly like you and i are both pretty silly and we have a good sense of humor so i would think it was almost like a joke like yes Oh, this is funny. You were trying to be funny, but they were really trying to be romantic and we messed up that whole moment. Yes. And I think that was like his little face and him feeling embarrassed. I felt bad for him. Yeah. And that made me realize that when my husband tries to do little cutesy stuff for me that I should just roll with it and be like, oh, babe, that's so sweet. He was just just like, okay. Um, But But it it shows you how they just hold hold on. Like he's holding on to something something that's so old and how it's affecting them now all right so then it goes to um a clip of dre's mom i love her to death she makes the show she to does me. Both, she the, was... both of the parents do yeah so, so she, she laid, laid up, up on, on the couch, couch with a, a burnt fully burnt cigarette, fully cigarette still in her hand Asha no one, still. No one <laughs> she could have caught that whole couch on fire that tripped me out <laughs> i had to like rewind it and be like is that a cigarette and how did she sleep without the ashes I falling know, off? I like the ashes was, were perfect. Right. She was sleeping <laughs> hard. See, that's you. That's how you be sleeping when you, like, in the funk, on the couch, just holding a cigarette. Not even nothing. Just dead to the world. Yep you're gonna
1: burn up the whole
0: house (laughs) didn't even get to say i'm sorry so So young young dre sees her on the couch and he asks why is she on the couch and she was very frank with him she's like you know sometimes you know marriage is not what we think it should be it's not all juices and berries like you know we were young when we got married we were we barely knew ourselves now we gotta know somebody else Mm -hmm. and this person may not be the same person they were yesterday. So we got to, you just have to choose to, to love, to, to you to know, stay here. Yes. Right. Um, and, and the one main point I pull from that is her saying marriage is about choosing each other. Mm-hmm. So, every day, every day, every day. So Dre wakes up on the couch mm-hmm. and, um, he remembers that moment. So it looks like he's like ready to make a change. So he goes and gets some ramen noodles. Yeah. To present to Bo. And um she was like, You know I don't eat that. You know how bad that is? How much sodium's in that? Yeah. And I say that. So, but I don't think she was thinking about that moment. I think if he would have presented to her, remember when we first moved into the house and you tore up those ramen noodles, I got some ramen tonight. Like he could have presented it to spark her memory because that wasn't her thought her thought was oh i decided to get the sink that she wanted but she should have known when he like threw him in the trash that should have been included her but that heifer was so focused on her gift and wanted like it was like both of them had something present mm-hmm. yeah and so she just felt like her shit was more important because it was bigger than a cup of noodles once again another cheesy gift mm-hmm. that she didn't appreciate boom I, I just think, think she, she forgot. forgot. I don't think she. Forgot. I, think I, think think she I think if he would have, I think if he would have said, "Yo, baby, remember when we first got the house and you said you didn't like the ramen, but you tore him up," I think that would have gotten her back to that place. I feel like she tries to show him up a lot. I don't think she was trying to show him up I think she was was having a genuine moment Like you know I decided to go with the sink that you wanted And And she she stood there trying to present the sink But that sink is what she was focused on And she wasn't thinking about those noodles And that she could tell it hurt his feelings And Mm -hmm. she was really in tune to her husband And she knows when he makes a little sad Puppy dog face That his feelings was hurt Mm -hmm. And so ladies Don't get so caught up in what you're doing That you forget and don't see the puppy dog face cuz though and then he's probably going to bring up the whole thing with the noodles cuz you know he don't forget about that. You no, know, he'll bring it up. He going to bring it up and then years. even if you even if you don't eat them sodium packed noodles, like bite them once or twice, take a couple bites and keep it moving be like, "Ooh, my I feel my pressure going up." Mm-hmm. You know, just don't make him feel isolated in that moment he threw them away. Mm-hmm. Be like, "Boy, give me them noodles. We're about you to you eat that. That's yeah. good food. You pay for that." You know, and be like okay i guess somebody died today but yeah. your, your marriage won mm-hmm. and at, at that moment she hurt his feelings so but i did like the fact that she got him the sink that he wanted but he wasn't trying to feel it he wasn't, feel, they wasn't feeling they were not feeling what each other was trying to do no so they pretty much the episode ended with bo saying you know i think we need a break so dre moved out And then it flashed back to actually when they first moved into the house. And when he left to move out, he was saying, how do we get here? And in the flashback, him coming into the house, he was saying, man, how do we get here? So it's just it's sad it's and, good and here's it's the thing show. how do you get to the point of where they are like i don't even feel like they have a real issue other than a misconnection yes that somebody has to move, move out. out like you going you gonna sleep in that other room or they don't really have another room they have a sofa mm-hmm. so you going you gonna sleep on the other side of your other oh, bed. Sleep in apartment with his daddy <laughs> That'll be funny on the song but you That's can probably where he's going be. That'll be the next episode Yes. But even if you sleep she in the pops. same bed With pillows beside like in between You all I just don't think that you should Get to that point where somebody moves out mm-hmm. I mean if you have to get away for a while To like get your brain back together That's fine mm-hmm. but as far as moving Out I, sh- I don't think that's ever an option And mm-hmm. even we talked about that marriage Builders you can come over here we can talk about What's going on in your marriage we can share We can love on each other we can pray but you taking your butt home at the end of the day because that is where you belong Mm -hmm. and why are they pulling extra money out of income for him to possibly find another spot to Mm -hmm. live in no you're gonna sleep on the like i'm pretty sure there's plenty of floors that he can sleep on like it's not that serious yeah because they're not really having hardcore issues no no but it's made for tv it is i think i know these people never mind they my friends in my head they are like i, like, would, I would love to, to hang out with dreambo like, like they could be my like, like, friends. like yeah and you know what i was telling my husband about i was like i would so love to hang out with tracy ellis ross he was like who's that
1: i'm like this lady <laughs> right here
0: that's her name he was like oh i was like do you know who her mama is he was like nah who's her mama i said diana ross tracy ellis ross he was like, oh, I didn't know her. it was a mama. Oh, goodness. You Do know, another celebrity couple? couple I would love to, like, be their couple friends is Tia and Corey. From Tia, oh, Tia and Tamara and her Because yeah. Cause he just seemed seem cool. cool. He's real cool and laid back. But mm-hmm. that's a little bit too much like my husband. I need, like, somebody who's, like, crazy. Like, I couldn't I couldn't hang out with Tamar and Vince even when they were good. No. No, no Tamar but would you, get on my last you know last who nurse. I would want to hang out with? What's her name? Ty- Tiana and Iman. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, I would hang out with them because they are like so cool. Like they cuss each other out, but they still love each other. Like mm-hmm. they keep it 100% real.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love their relationship. That's another reality show I like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we should talk about their show. But anyway. I mean, I would be okay with that, but I still like Housewives of Potomac because it has drama. And drama gets the people watching. They are not real friends. You need to put that in your head. If you get that in your head, then you fine. And that's why the people they do. that's why the people that we met in Thailand thought that we were so nice that's because that's what problem. they see on TV because they the people think that that's how women. Well, act. everybody <laughs> knows that TV is for, for and show, we showed that, them that that, that, is that is not how all black women, women act. Right. So, I just I just hate the show. And I mean, it's no different. This is different. refreshing to watch Blackish, and i look it forward is. to watching positive tv you watch House housewives of atlanta. of atlanta it ain't that, that much, much more positive, positive I don't know than housewives, housewives that's of potomac. like a train wreck that i just cannot stop <laughs> watching and i've tried to like not watch it but i get caught up in it they still do the season. same shady stuff they do and i get mad at them i turn off the tv and uh-huh. i cuss at it just like but that potomac people they like ugh. they get on my nerves but, anyways, we're not talking about them today. I'm on a break for two more episodes. All right. Well, well that's, that's our wrap up, up, up of Black-ish. Blackish. So now it is time for our fairy tale moment. And um, we're going to wrap this up to tie in the article and Blackish and just give a little tidbit of how we have overcome um the funky love the funky love um and i know i have mentioned on several episodes that me and my husband did do a marriage retreat um and part of the marriage retreat was really reconnecting and making the choice to reconnect and one of the main things in the retreat that they always harbored on us is that love is a choice um so you know of course we decided that love was a choice to each other and to love each other and a part of the reconnection um was just us really making the time to go out by ourselves and try different things so we would talk about you know what what date nights we wanted to do um so it could be a concert i know we went to some concerts um we also tried some new restaurants. We did some paint nights. Um, and I especially like the paint nights because I have them all hung up in my water closet in my bathroom. It's like our gallery. So when I look at them, I'm like, oh, I remember when me and my husband painted this. You know, it was a good time. The DJ was good. The the coach or the the teacher was good. So just, you know find that time for each other like work is work like it's gonna be there yes you get paid but it's not that is not what your life is built upon your life is built upon your family your spouse and your family and growing that and just keeping generations and generations and generations of your family going and choosing to put that first sets you up you know for the long haul so that that is my fairy, fairy moment, moment just, just to tie everything in yeah and I know for us when we were going through our little funky patch her little love funk um one of the things that came out in our marriage counseling was she doesn't laugh at me anymore and I used to be funny to her and she's always upset she's always angry she's never happy and so now I just laugh like I, I try not to be as serious all the time because a lot of times I'm constantly in like I I, I have a problem I'm very task oriented and so I'm focused on okay I have to do this 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 and this and even though it's a list in my mind he may not know that I'm focusing on all the things I have to do and I do have to take time to listen to him hear his jokes and laugh you know if they're funny of course I'm just not gonna laugh at everything he says but you know just to laugh and be lighthearted. and I think that's one of the things that kind of started to Cause a rift in our relationship is because I wasn't as easygoing as I used to be because I was so caught up on, and I still have to work very hard at being, you know light and free and airy because as a woman for me I feel like I hold a lot of weight on my shoulders trying to get all this stuff done so I have made it a point to say okay we're in the car we're talking we're laughing that's what I'm focused on at this moment I'm not on my phone for the most part unless he's listening to sports talk radio because I feel like that's fair game for me to do whatever I want to do because you ain't paying attention to me anyway but I will, like, laugh and be lighthearted and just, you know, don't be so serious. And I think a lot of times couples are so serious because they're, like, in their funk and they're angry at one another. And so now since I do that, I feel like we have a better relationship because I'm making the effort to not to be more easygoing and not be so stressed, in a sense. So that's my fairy tale moment. It's just... Doing that and I think he's made it a point To laugh at me more but you know He probably does not have a problem with finding things To laugh at me about because I think I'm super hilarious Because <laughs> I'm always doing something Alright well Listeners we definitely want you want to, to Chime in with here. your fairy tale Moments and things that you have You guys have done to get out of a rut So please um, you can comment um, On Instagram Our handle or whatever is it's underscore not a fairy tale or on facebook it's not a fairy tale or you can just email us at it's not a fairy tale 615 at gmail.com and we're on twitter that's a work in progress um because it's so it's so negative (laughs) but um on twitter it is it's fairy is it it, it it underscore fairy it underscore fairy it underscore fairy on twitter yeah um so just you know chime in and let us know and we're always looking for other people to give us their fairy moments right. we want to spotlight people and your business buzzes we want to spotlight that too it's free advertising right Come on. and we want to hear from you all and get your feedback because yes. we're all going to learn from one another because exactly. no one has all the answers but we can kind of take what you say and your experience and kind of make it our own and say hey well such and such did this so i'm going to try that but if you don't put it out there then how else are we going to find out exactly so send us some stuff please all right and please like and subscribe and download we are on itunes as well as spreaker um we're still waiting on Spotify. spotify All, all right, right all right. right well everybody you guys have a beautiful week. day or evening or week or what whatever day it is. <laughs> all right. All right, bye bye.